0: Well, good morning. So what day is it today? Valentine's day. Valentine's day, that's right. Well, between the chocolates and the Valentine's cards and breakfast, lunch, dinner, and of course, a bouquet of flowers. Whatever the gift is, ultimately, it is an expression of love. And today, we will be talking about the love of God God who sent his only begotten son to dwell on earth and through his love it is Jesus who provides the antidote to to the temptations of the devil now today in the lecture, the Old Testament reading is from Psalm 91 and it can be found on page 516 Um, The book of Psalms is the longest book in the Bible, spanning 85 pages, consisting of 150 chapters of Psalms. And King David wrote the majority of these Psalms, but there were others as well, like Moses, who wrote two of them, 500 years before King David. Now, Psalm 91 was written by Moses after spending 40 years in the desert. And he wrote it as an encouragement to the Israelites before crossing the Jordan, entering the promised land. And in verse 3, it's the only verse we're looking at today, um, Moses wrote, For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. In 1857, Charles Spurgeon preached a sermon on the snare of the fowler. And he said, even though Moses may have written this for the Israelites at the time, it is applicable to all time. And it is spoken concerning the arch enemy of souls, the great deceiver, Satan, the fowler, who portrays unguarded souls in a thousand different ways. Satan is like a fowler, always attempting to destroy us. And whatever his tactics may be, his object is still the same, to catch people in his net, the snare. Mankind is like weak birds. They have no skill enough to to avoid the snare, the trap, and they do not have enough strength to escape from it. Now Satan the father also attacks us like a little snake, creeping silently along the path, ready to bite at our heels with his poisoned fangs, and weaken the power of grace, and ruin the life of godliness within us satan has been prowling on unsuspecting victims ever since but the love of god is everlasting and he provided a gift by sending his son and 1500 years later after moses penned this psalm jesus is led by the spirit into the wilderness as we read in Luke 4 verse 1 through 13 which can be found on your, on, in your Pew Bible on page 892. So let's read, look 4, 1 through 13. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing at all. During those days, and when they were over, he was famished. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become a loaf of bread. And Jesus answered him, It is written, one does not live by bread alone. Then the devil led him up and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And the devil said to him, To you I will give their glory and all this authority, for it has been given over to me, and I give it to anyone I please. If you then will worship me, it will be all yours. Jesus answered him, It is written, Worship the Lord your God, and serve only him. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem. And placed him on a pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to protect you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against the stone. Jesus answered, It is said, do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil has finished, had finished every test, he departed from him until an opportune time. The word of the Lord. Well, usually at four, in the clock, four o'clock in the morning, I have my breakfast. And by the time it's 11.30 or 12, I'm pretty hungry. And my stomach is growling. It is hard to imagine not eating for 40 days. Now the scripture said, Jesus was full of the Spirit. And this is how he was able to rebuke the temptation of Satan, despite extreme hunger. Now without the help of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit, we are vulnerable to the deceptions of the devil. Temptations come in many ways. But one very destructive temptation is the abuse of drugs and alcohol. The National Institute on Drug Abuse states on its website that in 2013, an estimated 24.6 million Americans, aged 12 and older, or 9.4% of the population had used illicit drugs in the past month. That number is up from the 8.3% in 2002. Methamphetamine use increased from 353,000 cases in 2010 to 595,000 cases in 2013. In 2013 alone, There were 2.8 million new drug users, or 7,800 new users per day. Now let's uh, go a little bit closer to home, right here in Humboldt County. And in 2013, the Humboldt County Health and Human Services Department published a report called the Community Health Assessment Report. And in this report, it indicates that the average age of the initial alcohol use in California is 16 years. you 16 years old. While in Humboldt, that number is 13 to 14 years old. For marijuana, in California, the average initial age is 17. In Humboldt, it's age 13. DUI arrests in Humboldt County are twice as high as the state average. Felony, felony drug arrests are 60% higher than the average in the state. The suicide rate in Humboldt County is double that of the state average. And drug-induced death rate is more than three times that of, that of the state of California. Now these county-wide statistics may vary from city to city. And there is no specific data by city. And there is no data for Eureka. But it is widely believed that Eureka is a hotbed of alcohol and drug abuse. Eureka, in terms of crime rate, ranks second in the state of California, behind Emeryville, and actually ahead of Oakland. Pretty amazing. Now what is perpetuating this abuse of drugs and alcohol? People are in search of satisfying the hunger of the soul. And Satan is very effective in enticing hungry souls who are looking for happiness. But the problem is, one will never get enough while searching in the wrong places. In 1965, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards, of the Rolling Stones, wrote the song, I Can't Get No Satisfaction, Cause I Try, and I Try, and I Try. Well, that's the story in many lives. Try, and try, and try, and get no satisfaction. But here is the good news. There is a way to get to the ultimate satisfaction. Jesus said in John 14:6, "I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me." Now let's go on a journey to see some places where Jesus has made a difference to find hope and glory. Prior to the mid-70s, the town of Almolonga, Guatemala, was widely known for its high unemployment, prostitution and crime, not unlike Eureka with very high alcoholism. As a matter of fact, this town of 20,000 was mostly native Indians, had a mostly native Indian population, counted 36 cantinas basically drinking establishments, and four jails that were overflowing with prisoners. Now, through prayer, Jesus entered the hearts of the people in Almohalonga. And within 20 years, the town underwent a major transformation. It is now referred to as the Miracle City. 90% of the population converted to Christianity and in 1994 the last jail closed and instead of 36 cantinas only a few are left and most of them have morphed into churches. Now the land around Omolonga became some of the most productive land in Central America. God literally healed the land as he promised in second chronicles 7:14 if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then i will hear from heaven and i will forgive their sin and i will heal their land now we go to chicago illinois and visit the pacific garden mission which has been around since 1877 not only by feeding empty stomachs but more importantly feeding hungry souls with the grace of jesus our Valentine's shipping just concluded we see all the flowers at the sanctuary and before i forget when the service is over everyone is welcome to take a bunch home for Valentine's Day but uh, get back to Valentine's Day it just concluded and a typical day for Valentine's Day starts at 5 in the morning and usually the the days conclude around 8 at night and on my way home I would listen to a program called unshackled it's a half-hour program produced By the pacific garden mission now each program describes someone's life story and encountering hardship and often this is when satan strikes typically leading to a path of addiction and a spiral of destruction now the cycle of satan's devastation is broken when jesus enters in the hearts of the people and lives are turned around the bible says in james 4 7 so humble yourselves before god resist the devil and he will flee from you now back to our eureka our community is in a moral decline yet conditions are primed for a transformation and a healing Local churches play a vital role, and countless groups including Betty Chin and the Rescue Mission and St. Vincent de Paul are doing everything they can to help. And then there is a great example of a shining light of hope right in the middle of our community. And that shining light is called Teen Challenge. And I thank you for all the Teen Challenge people here today. Now, before the busy holiday season, our HR director reached out and connected with Teen Challenge and developed a collaborative program where students get work experience at the farm. Now, honestly, I had not heard of Teen Challenge before. Now, since November, we have had Teen Challenge students working at the farm part-time. And after one of our farm meetings, where we discussed our Sun Valley Guiding Principles, a student came to me and asked if I would talk to their group, to Teen Challenge group. Now this prompted me to check out what this Teen Challenge is all about. So a few weeks ago, I visited the facilities right here in Eureka, including Club 517, a coffee shop, and a bookstore, just two blocks from Target. (laughs) And inside that bookstore is a huge sign with 2 Corinthians 5.17. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, and a new life has begun. Wow! What a blessing to have this great Christ-centered organization in the middle of our community, a beacon of hope right here in Eureka. Now Teen Challenge was founded by David Wilkerson in 1963, a county of a country preacher from Pennsylvania who was called by God to go into the inner city of New York to preach the love of God. Well, you have a moment, check out the movie, The Cross and the Switchblade. You can find it on YouTube. (laughs) It's an hour and 45 minutes, and it's a great movie to watch. Well, 25 women and 40 men are blessed right here in Eureka with this great Christ-centered one-year program. 83% of the graduates from this program, five years later, are still free of drugs and alcohol. This is higher than any other program. Why? Jesus is the answer. Now, the other day, I listened to John McCarter, and he talked about Corinthians 13. The chapter describing love. And the first chapters of that letter define all the shortcomings of the believers in Corinth. He called it the dirt. All the things they did wrong. But out of that dirt grows this beautiful flower in chapter 13, depicting the 12 ways of love. Well, that made me think, about temptations and sins committed by all of us. It's like this bag of dirt with composted bark. And if you stick your hands in it, they'll get very dirty and very difficult to wash off. The dirt gets in your skin. And the splinters from the composting board get under your nails and in your skin. Because it's still composted. It smells nasty. (laughs) But yet, this same dirt is what helps produce these beautiful flowers. These beautiful tulips. And these beautiful iris that are grown in soil. This dirt provides the fertile soil that Jesus talks about in Mark 4.8. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil. And they sprouted and grew and produced a crop that was 30, 60, even 100 times as much as it has been planted. Now folks, this analogy of composting dark, fertile soil actually brings me to a situation that is near and dear to my heart. And very close to home. And as I was preparing for today's message, gathering statistics, getting information on Almalanga and unshackled and you know, a teen challenge, right in front of me, it became painfully evident that our own children were certainly not immune either to the temptations of Satan leading to some revelations about drug abuse. And for my son, after years of recreational marijuana use, things came to a head in the last few weeks as he was working at night, during the night shift. And as details of excessive use and of prescription drugs surfaced, Things hit Bonnie last Saturday, when guilt and sorrow and remorse culminated in a strong desire for repentance. And after watching the Super Bowl last Sunday, driving in the car, taking him home, lo and behold, the program Unshackled comes on the radio. We listened to it and we talked about it. Then the next morning, he walked into my office in tears and shared that after much introspection that previous night, he recognized the destruction that drugs had caused in his life and that he made a commitment to quit altogether. Now, as he went to work that day, a miracle happened. As the Lord put in his path the epitome of rich, composted soil in the form of a co-worker, a follower of Christ, a person with a deep faith in Jesus, who once was a meth addict. And he described, this person described a scene to my son, laying on the floor of a drug dealer's house, crying out to the Lord for help. Jesus came to the rescue and entered this person's heart, and he has been clean for 12 years ever since. Now the mentorship of this person, who obviously talked from experience, Was like an angel touching the heart of my son. And by Monday night, my son was talking about Jesus with a smile and a joy that had overcome him, a joy that I have not seen in him since he was a child. Then on Wednesday, on Ash Wednesday, he accepted Jesus as his Lord and Savior. A trip to Holland had been planned months ago. And before leaving, he spent Thursday night, the last night in Humboldt, with some friends. Uh Uh-oh. On Friday night, I could not help but wonder, on Friday morning, sorry, I could not help but wonder what had happened that last night. So we went to breakfast that morning. And that next morning, he was glowing with pride and joy. And with a sparkle in his eyes, he shared with me how his friends were still smoking pot, and he had absolutely no desire. Because of faith, because of his faith and trust in Jesus Christ. So before I took him to the airport, we stopped at Club 517, to pick up some christian books for the long 12-hour plane ride to Holland. well thanks to the prayers of many and i shared this with a number of people and a lot of people prayed so thanks to the prayers of many god provided a miracle in the life of my son by putting jesus in his heart a beautiful flower popped out of that composting dirt Ladies and gentlemen, the good news is that this gift is available to anyone who is willing to open their hearts to ye- Jesus and to ask for help. Our closing song today will be Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind but now I see. And the first song this morning was I have peace like a river in my heart. Believe me, for the last few days I've been singing that tune almost nonstop. Let the peace and the love of Jesus Christ flow into our hearts and souls. Let it be like a steady stream of living water. In John 4.14, Jesus said, Whoever drinks the water I give will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. And in John 7.28, he continues, Whoever believes in me, as Scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them folks as we leave here today repent from our sins believe in jesus christ and he will take us by the hand keep us from the snare of the fowler from the evil powers of satan believe in christ and through the love of god and the power of the holy spirit he will provide us which is the ultimate antidote to temptation. Trust in Jesus, our Lord and Savior, and He will lead us to the narrow road to eternal life. Amen. Yeah.